0: Hello, hello, testing Chinese translator, are you there? Could you say something to test? Vietnamese channel.
1: Ahong, could you say something? No, this is Vietnamese channel.
0: Okay, I can hear. But the, what about Discord? Yeah, I can hear you from receiver. Yeah, that's good. Thank you.
2: Okay, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Hmm. This is uh, my last uh, Saturday morning sit with you for quite a while. So, uh, because uh, this uh, evening, this tonight, I'll be flying out to Korea for about four weeks. I'll be back, but uh, I'll be gone for a while. So it's good to see you. If I don't make it back, I really will miss you. <laughs> Let's not get emotional, okay? <laughs> We're cultivators, aren't we? <laughs> uh, but I noticed that uh, we have more and more people coming, new people coming, uh, and it's nice to see that. Uh, it's... Um, it's... Uh, why are we doing this? Uh, are we doing this in order uh, to practice uh, kindness hmm?
1: Hmm.
2: and tolerance? Okay? Never mind by compassion. You don't know what compassion is. Okay? But can we start with tolerance? Uh, for example, we have new people coming, and of course uh, we are a bunch of oddballs. You are not normal. That's why you're here. <laughs> okay. If you were normal, you'd go to a real temple, OK? Talk to, learn from a real dharma master, real monk or nun. Uh, we are uh, very unusual. In that, for example, you see, uh, the kids go crazy in a Buddha hall, competing with me for your attention. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so so then I've been, it's been brought to my attention, new people, some new people were afflicted by that. Okay, that's it. You know, it's so noisy. And it's uh, chaotic, unruly, and some of them, actually, uh, some of of the newcomers who came from other temples, they were justifiably concerned. Because when the kids make noise like that, competing with uh, me and making a mess in a Buddha hall and so forth, actually in Buddhism, it's it's quite an offense. It's not a casual thing at all. So, understandably, the people in you the know would say, you know, we have to stop the kids from making noises and, and running around like that and breaking things. You know, if uh, uh, you break uh, my statues, you probably will go to the house. Uh, no two ways about it. <laughs> I broke my own statue, so I am on my way as well. <laughs> okay, um, I read somewhere a long time ago. Um, the uh, a Bodhisattva said, if you steal from a, a triple jewel, it's nothing I can do for you. If you shed the Buddha's blood, boy, are you in trouble? Okay? And we're here, we let our kids run around at the risk of, you know, ruining our cameras and our statues and so forth. <laughs> uh, and... And uh, and we still let it happen, because it's my responsibility. I absolve them of any consequences, so that they can be themselves. So that, why is that? Because I'd rather they hang around here where it's safe for them. And you uh, don't have to worry about them. You can keep an eye on them. And there's a time for you to bond with them. Hmm? And so, yes, newcomers would be shocked by that, and they're justifiably justifiably concerned. So be kind, and uh, uh, leave them alone. Don't uh, talk to them too much. They won't be around long. (laughs) Uh, But if they stick around, they keep on coming. Now it's glasses. (laughs) Never mind. Uh, uh, Then, you know, it's just like uh, when you go to a restaurant. I go to a restaurant, and you know what I do? I judge waiters and waitresses. It's important to me. You know, the service is just as important as the food, almost as important as the food. Okay? And I really appreciate it. What I learned from the fancy restaurants, and that I occasionally have a chance to go to, is that the waiters, or the waitresses, are dressed neatly in black and white. Anyone? Uh, And the good ones, the good restaurants, expensive restaurants, you know what the waiters and waitresses do? They stand in the corner right there where, where you don't even notice them. And what they do is they keep an eye on you. They leave you alone, and they don't they don't come to you unless you need something. Okay, uh, that's service. It's the same thing. When new people come, leave them alone. Okay, let them be, hmm. and don't do anything until they're afflicted. Okay? And I want you to know in particular, you have this weakness. It's no right and wrong. You should have enough wisdom to know by now. That cultivation is not about right and wrong. If you have real wisdom, you won't get afflicted. Even when people are wrong, you're not afflicted. When, you, when they're right, you're not pleased. When you're right, you're not pleased. You don't get afflicted. Okay? So that's what I call tolerance. Let people be themselves. okay? And when they're too afflicted, then talk to them. Come over and gently give them a cup of coffee, give them a can of Coke or something. No, not Coke. Pepsi. You know why? Because Warren Buffet is uh, big investor, one of the biggest investors in Coca Cola, which is poisoning the world. Uh, uh, so uh, I'm eventually will switch to Pepsi. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, so. Uh, so uh, how did I get to Pepsi again? Where was I? No one was listening, clearly. If, uh, afflicted, Someone afflicted? Who's afflicted? Mm. So don't, don't, don't uh, leave them alone, okay? Let them, let them be, okay? Because If you talk to them too soon, they think we're trying to sell to them. OK? Of course, this is why that's what makes us different. Because typically, there's so many temples out there nowadays vying after the same Buddhist disciples, the same visitors. And therefore, they expect the people who go to temple, go to temple expect to be treated, uh, you know, expect the red card to be rolled out or to welcome them. We don't do that. Hmm? Yeah. We're here to cultivate. And people who come and wish to learn how to cultivate, we we'll share with them. Otherwise, we're not trying to sell anything. Not ourselves, not our dharma, not our food, nothing. Okay, yeah. So let them be, uh, and and uh, and and so 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 for example, the case of uh, some people at DTT, I'm told that got afflicted and said, you know, you shouldn't bring your kid to the temple anymore. So uh, uh, she's right, uh, but uh, at our temple we don't care. Okay, bring your kids, uh, let them be. Okay, uh, Uh, It's a time for you to bond. What is bonding? Bonding is... What is bonding? What is bonding? Yes one. Um, Just being there and giving your attention. Absolutely. That's it. Bonding is not that you have to do anything particular. Just to be there. You know, I remember when I was... uh, I find I first got a job as a programmer in Minnesota. And my grandma, uh, my late grandma, who who used to like to say that in her life, the two people she loved, one my late father, and number two me. Mua. Okay, why? It's only because I used to look like my late father. <laughs> uh, uh, he, he was her only ch- only child, so that's it. All love she put into him. That's uh, it. But I happened to look like him, so he said, "Well, it's my second choice." <laughs> very shallow. We are very all very shallow people. Uh, and and uh, so I got my first job working as programmer. I got my own apartment for change, one bedroom apartment, and I bought one sofa, one coffee table. That's my furniture. The entire, <laughs> the entire apartment has one sofa, one coffee table. That's why I eat, that's why I ate, that's why I entertain, you know. And uh, one day, my grandma, uh, who used to live here in San Jose, I was in Minnesota, Minneapolis, and uh, she, she said, uh, I want to uh, come see you. I said, Why? Said, because you don't come see me, <laughs> so she came and, and and paid me a visit, um, and uh, what did she do? She sat in my sofa all day, waiting for me to come back from work, and then and then I would tell her joke, American jokes, knock knock, that kind of thing, <laughs> and she laughed. <laughs> she didn't understand anything, but she laughed anyway And uh, uh, and then, and then, um, and then uh, 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 we didn't do much. Uh, and then later, uh, she, uh, after she saw me, she went and saw uh, my uh, uncle in, uh, in Montreal, and she went and she, and she came back to San Jose, and then she died. So that's her way of saying goodbye. She went around, never told anyone she was dying. You know, old people when uh, the flame is being extinguished, they knew. Hmm? And so she went around to say goodbye and did she what well, did she tell me? Nothing whatsoever. She didn't say, "Get married, bear me some grandchildren." Huh? Uh, what's the matter with you? <laughs> You're supposed to produce heirs to our names? <laughs> no, she simply sat there and listened and, and looked at me. And I remember that, look, I caught her every now and then, you know at the sofa, looking at me with this kind of uh, tolerant love. There's nothing you can do that's wrong to me. Uh, and it, it's, uh, it meant so much, looking back. And that's how I remember my, my, my uh, late uh, grandmother, is that she's illiterate, uh, bipolar, very bipolar. I think that's why I got it from. Uh, uh, very violent person, that's where I got it from. Uh, all the good genes passed on to me, I think. Uh, but I'm glad, I'm so grateful that she taught me a lesson, that lesson where you don't need to do anything. Just be there. And that's what we do. We don't have a whole lot to offer, but we're here. If people come and they wish to sit with us, learn with us, we share with them. And that's it. Okay. Uh, So, same thing, we encourage you to bring your children, your grandchildren, your wife, your mother and so forth to the temple and uh, just spend time mm, with them, mm, doing stupid things, nothing important, just to be there, that's all, no seeking, not trying to prove anything, Hmm? that's all. And and that's practicing kindness and tolerance. And eventually, when you have wisdom, then your tolerance and kindness will also develop into compassion. And that's a function of wisdom. Until you have wisdom uh, and chan, the chan practice, meditation practices are designed to help you unfold that compassionate heart of yours the compassion inside of you is buried inside of you and as you get better and better it you'll be able to wield that compassion and and truly truly uh, help others okay uh, and so so newcomers, uh, be kind to them. Hmm? Hmm. We don't have a whole lot, you know. I'm gl- I'm I'm glad to tell you that I'm making, uh, and we are making arrangements to be able to accommodate more people to come here. Uh, so for example, you know, um, we have online classes, but also is no it uh, is not a substitute for you being physically here. Okay, because uh, it's not about me speaking a Dharma. We are all. You are also taking part in speaking a dharma as well, okay, uh, by being yourself, yeah. and and so even though I'm not here, uh, you continue to speak dharma yourself, okay. The dharma of kindness, the dharma of tolerance, yes, uh, and it's a lot more than that, yeah, uh, uh, and so uh, so. Um, so, we may not have a whole lot to offer, but I feel that nowadays, uh, pretty soon, we'll be able to accommodate you know, a dozen people overnight, fairly comfortably here at Dharma Church in San Francisco, in San Francisco, which is about 45-minute drive from here. We should be able to accommodate between, you know, maybe a couple of dozens there comfortably. Uh, And, uh, of course, the Wei Mountain Temple and Lu Mountain Temple we should be able to accommodate uh, five dozens or so, okay? So, that's good enough for now, okay? Uh, And so, uh, so that you can take a break from your worldly worries, from your, your oppression, from your work, from your family life. Come relax, learn how to restore your balance, how to become healthier. Chan practice will make you healthier, okay, both physically as well as mentally. And uh, so that's why that's why we're here. And uh, so uh, uh, feel free to take advantage of it. All right. Any questions or comments? Uh, yes, 5.
0: A di Phật thưa thầy, ở trong Bát Nhã Tâm Kinh có cái câu là quán từ tại Bồ Tát hành thâm Bát Nhã. Ba la mật đa thời chiếu kiến ngũ quẩn dây không? Câu hỏi của con là chiếu kiến và suy nghĩ khác nhau như thế nào?
1: Okay. Uh, Mahaprasna Paramita Heart Sutra. There is a verse which said, uh, "Contemplative as is bodhisattva practice. Uh, when he practiced deeply, into, he saw that the five skandha is empty." Um, he can chao chien, contemplate and see that. What, does that mean that it is thinking mind, doing that? How should we think of it?
2: No, what's the difference? The sutra says, hmm, contemplate chao chien, uh, illuminate and contemplate it, uh, the illuminate chien, uh, illuminate it, and saw uh, that the five skandhas were empty, are empty, uh, what is the difference to count, to illuminate Chao uh, Chien? How is it different from thinking? Okay. You have to be careful. You have to translate uh, verbatim. Don't, don't try to interpret that. Does YouTube have an answer or another question?
0: Another question.
2: Another question. Okay, one question at a time. My mind can't take it. What is it? Mm. Okay. Mm. What she's referring to is the Heart Sutra, uh, which is a summary of the teachings of the prasya dharma uh, in Buddhism. Prajna dharma, Prajna is Sanskrit for your transcendental wisdom, meaning that you have it. Yeah, you have it. You just don't know how to use it. Okay, And this is why we're here. We're here to teach you how to use it. All right? And so, what is this wisdom? Wisdom here, this bracha wisdom is relevant to you because once you have this wisdom, you will no longer suffer. Anyone interested? Your wife yells at you, you're still happy. You lost your job? OK. <coughs> OK? It's pretty cool, that wisdom there. Not only are you happy inside, so that's why I saw these, my disciples who opened his or her perhaps wisdom. I saw it's like this person, all of a sudden, changed and became happy. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, and and so such a such a cool thing. But not only are they happy, are you gonna be happy? And I promise you it's just not them. It's any of you could be like that. And and not only with precious wisdom, you'll be happy. But you also become a real asset to society, to me.
1: Hmm?
2: It's kind of a cool thing. Only you know you're an asset. No one knows. (laughs) Okay, no one else. Uh, only we know. Okay, uh, that's how it is. It's not supposed to be a commercial thing. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's a low-key thing, where uh, you just help and you disappear. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't want people to know. Uh, all right. So what does it mean, Chao Qian? So you the the. Uh, Avalokitevara, uh, Bodhisattva or Vanyin Bodhisattva or the Bodhisattva of Great Compassion, when she was practicing that Dharma or Prajna Wisdom, trying to open it, okay, uh, try to unfold it, try to make it uh, uh, permanent. Uh, and, and so she illuminated the five skandhas, the five skandhas or the five components of your... Of your ego, ego, okay. This is Buddhist technology, proprietary technology that is totally uncopyrighted. Okay, if you want to squash your ego, okay, uh, the Buddhists know, they're taught, and they're able to. Hmm. Squash the ego, get rid of the ego by uh, eliminating uh, the five skandhas. The five skandhas are the five components uh, of your ego. The ego has oh, what's that? Is attached to form. Sound familiar? Yeah, don't okay Yeah, or if you're more manly, uh-huh. <laughs> or if you're very short, you go. This is what I recently saw in, uh, in the movies because they don't have a long beard, so they have the beard only here. So that's when they go like this. Anyway. It's a man thing. You would, not understand. None of them have beards. Yes. Oh, anyway. So, uh, so you 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 attached to your ego is uh, very attached to your body, to forms in general. Okay, that's the nature of your ego. Number two, what is your ego attached to? Attached to feelings, especially, it seeks out good feelings and rejects bad feelings. Especially, what kind of bad feelings? Uh, leg pains, anyone? <laughs> uh, okay? You are so attached to feelings. Yeah. And number three, you're attached to thinking. Hmm? You like to think. You can't stop thinking. You think it's cool to think. You think it's, that's what smart people do. Hmm? Yeah, smart people think, but wise people don't. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good dharma glimpse, huh? <laughs> cool. Uh, smart people think, wise people don't. Okay, you like to think, number three. Number four, you have something called activities where actually your bodily functions function with how your conscious interventions such as your heart rate, your breathing, that's activities, okay? And that's part of your ego, okay? And number four, awareness of consciousness. You're aware, okay? Uh, the awareness, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, um, that's from your sense of organs. You're aware of heat, you're aware of, uh, I don't know, I lost track of my awarenesses. <laughs> okay, so those are the five skandhas. So the Buddhist training, your time training there, we don't, uh, we don't want to admit it, but the Chan training is predicated upon helping you break down those five components. Okay. And the Buddhist parlance jargon is that they illuminate it or they contemplate. Okay. Illuminate is contemplation. It can be used interchangeably. What's the difference? Uh, illumination is use your wisdom to put, shine a light upon it. Okay? Uh, so it's look at it like you're the searchlight in your the wisdom somewhere in your mind that shines upon it, which is basically contemplation. Okay? You keep on shining a light on one thing. Constantly. And eventually you break through and you see that the five skandhas are empty. Meaning that they're empty, okay? Do it, and you see. So the Chan practice here, okay? It looks casual, looks like you're not doing anything. You know, like sitting there and doing nothing. Actually, that process is part of our training to teach you to rise above the five skandhas. Be brick-free, brick-free of the bonds and the shackles uh, that the ego has on you. Don't ask me! Why do ask me? So that you can truly be happy, can truly be yourself. And people have done it. We're not just talking. Uh, and so, oh, so the. The Bodhisattva, she became, she opened her wisdom by uh, contemplating or illuminating her five skandhas and saw they were all empty. So the question is, uh, contemplation, illumination, is that, is that uh, is, how is it different from thinking? Very simple. Oh my God, I don't have a whole lot of time left. I uh, uh, have, a, have a plane to catch tonight, okay. I'd like to hang around with you, but uh, you ain't got all day. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, what is the difference? Thinking inherently. Let me explain it to you. I don't think the Buddhists, the Buddhists, did a good job elaborating elaborating this. And uh, I'm glad you asked the question. Okay, that's very good. Uh, I don't answer until you ask. Yeah. And unlike uh, uh, most people
1: uh, uh,
2: who try to tell you how much they know, I don't know anything. Seriously, I don't know a whole lot. So I only make up, make up answers when I'm asked questions. So please take everything with a grain of salt. You know, herfang Fang there is a, wow, I'm learning so much. Me too. <laughs> uh, so what is the difference between contemplation and thinking? The, con- the thinking is a process where You have one thought after another, after another, incessantly. That's thinking. Yes? Sound familiar? That's what you do. That's what you do at work. Yes, That's what you do at home. Hmm? You think at work. And you go home, you think of, you know, your children. You think of your family. You keep on thinking one thought after another. I'm cooking for my family, and then set the tables, call the kids, and so forth. One thought after another, okay? Non-stop, that's called thinking. Same thing at work, we think of this and that and that. Daydreaming, same thing, thinking, yes? Think of. Going to Korea with no cheese. What am I going to do? Should I bring some? They did tell me I could pack something and, you know, put it in my luggage. It should last me four weeks. You know, so see, I'm thinking, thinking, thinking. You, You can't stop. The thoughts follow each other. Incessantly, we can't stop, that's thinking. What about contemplation? Contemplation is just the exact opposite. Contemplation is, we think of one thought only, you will concentrate on one thought, not second one. Second one arises, we chop it off, go back to the first thought. Another thought arises, stop, go back to one thought, the original thought. That's called contemplation. Is that clear? That's the difference between contemplation and thinking. Contemplation is, and it really bothered me when I first learned from a Chinese. He said, contemplate. I said, say, what? What's contemplation? And no one really explained it to me. Master Xunua, did he explain contemplation? You. Yeah, you. No, You. Hey, you. You believers. You. You. Oh, this side—they all, they all are true disciples of Master Chinois. This guy's been with Master Chinois for like forty years, close. Since third or fourth grade. Third and fourth grade. Yeah. And how old are you now? Uh, forty-two. Forty-two. See, almost forty years. How do I know? Okay there he looks too young I uh, uh, see they all are, are you know uh, believers and followers Shehua did he explain contemplation no it bothered me by the way I read his teachings and and uh, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, and I couldn't understand contemplation, and his disciples said, Oh, goes contemplate! What's there to ask? Why, why don't you understand? I said, the, the point is, if you did understand, why can't you explain it to me? Well, anyway, yeah. Did I answer your question? Good question, by the way. It's a very good question. I'm glad you asked. This is something that that's, uh, uh, the Chinese uh, don't explain to, to their their followers. Yes,
0: 5. Hang
2: on. We have a YouTube question here.
0: From Deng Nguyen, I When I am meditating for about 10 to 15 minutes, my face muscles move by themselves. My eyes start to open and close involuntarily, then my mouth moves. My tongue moves. I chuckle and make other weird sounds. It lasts for three to five minutes and stopped. Then it would start again. Is this normal?
2: For you, yes. Uh Don't worry about it. It will go away eventually. Okay, number four.
0: Arito for Master, back to that question about wisdom. Will doing number 20 helps open up our wisdom and resolve our affliction?
2: Okay, one more time, please.
0: Um, when we recite number 20? Hands and eye.
2: Twenty is... Yes. Yes, that one.
0: Does that help? Uh, uh, opening our wisdom and resolve our affliction?
2: Of course, everything we do will open your wisdom and resolve your afflictions. We like to think.
0: <laughs> but does Is number 20. Is that a trick question? No. Does number 20 make it faster?
2: <laughs> does it what?
0: Number 20, reciting that will make it, make it faster.
2: Make it faster? Process. Not necessarily. <laughs> uh, the hands and eyes, we give it to you in order to sort of teach you some tools they can use later. Okay. Uh, and it's a gift from Master He brought the Dharma, to the United States, transmitted to his disciples, and then uh, never transmitted it to me, by the way. (laughs) And one day he said, you should transmit the hands and eyes to them, I mean my disciples. I said, really? And I said, okay. Uh, I was so glad. Uh, Okay, let's transmit. I've been waiting for 10 years now. Let's transmit to them. And then after transmitted for a while, I said, wait a minute, is that his or is it mine? <laughs> because he never transmitted it to me. And he told me, go, go, trans-transmit it to them, teach them. So finally I understood it's not his, it's mine.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's why he never transmitted it to me in the first place. I have it already. How can you? How would? Why would you want to transmit it to me? Just like I have a red car already. You want to give me give me another red car? No thanks. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, so uh, so those hands and eyes is is, uh, is uh, something the masters who are sending us a message. He says, you open your wisdom, but if the Chan school, the Chan practitioners, they open the wisdom very very fast. Okay? But then what? What are you gonna do with your wisdom? In our world, when you're wiser, you're supposed to help others. Make sense? And in order to help others, what does a carpenter need? Tools. Engineers need tools. Everyone needs tools. So the hands and the eyes are uh, one of the major tools. That we practice, we use in our work, okay, mm. among others. Mm. And so mm, when you, mm, then when you practice them, uh, not only eventually you'll be able to use them, but it also help you unfold your wisdom faster as well, in general. So not necessarily in number 20, but you should be doing all of them, mm. because each one of them has a different function. Is helping in its own ways. Okay, so it's a real treasure, by the way. Once you have it, it's like uh, uh, in the future you'll be able to receive transmission again pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, so it's a real treasure, and and um, and. Um, uh, and um, you should uh, should uh, take advantage of it. Anyone else? Any other questions? Yes, five, four.
0: Going back to the previous question, uh, in the Heart Sutra, one uh, is said that... Uh, uh, Guanyin Bodhisattva contemplates the contemplates and see the five skandhas as empty. <clears throat> I wonder what uh, was she contemplating on that led to seeing five skandhas as empty. It, it's there's one thought uh, like per master's explanation contemplation is you have one thought.
1: Okay.
2: Well, maybe you do it the way the sutras explain it, or the way that the, the Chinese do it. Uh, they contemplate the five skandhas. What are the five skandhas? So
0: the the sutra says, Kong. So it's not very clear just from that text, is it? Contemplate the five skandhas and saw them as empty or it is contemplate and saw five skandhas as empty.
2: Okay, so uh, technically speaking, contemplate the five skandhas meaning that what are the five skandhas? These five skandhas again are form, feeling, thinking, activity and consciousness. So you're supposed to contemplate them Uh, and uh, you look into look further into the sutras there is a order of contemplation you don't contemplate the five skandhas uh, as a lump okay you're supposed to contemplate there's an order you first contemplate the form and you see the forms are empty and then next, you contemplate the feelings. You see the feelings are empty. Third, you contemplate the thoughts. So thoughts are empty. Will be forever for some people. Okay? Uh, and then you contemplate activities. Is empty as well. And then finally, you contemplate the, con- the consciousness. Your awareness is empty as well. So far, so good. That's... The theory behind it, you do in that order, you open your wisdom. And that's a slow Chinese way. You do it guaranteed, it's going to happen. That's what the Hinayana people do to reach the level. They do that, okay. That's one way. you see, see, he's he uh, even you know, look look at us. Do we do that? No, we don't contemplate the body as empty. We um, we uh, contemplate leg pains as uh, empty. As long as you keep on complaining and writhing, Ah,
1: oh, go away! <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you make it stronger. The pain becomes more intense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, see? Uh, so, so this theory and there's practice, okay, uh, if you were by yourself, you read the text, and you read the instructions, you know, like what a lot of people like to do, then then they go through that process, they contemplate number one form of feeling and so forth, for us, it's too slow, okay, way too slow, uh, so uh, uh, that's, by the way, that's, what is it? Yeah. Gradual, gradual, illumination. Too slow for us. Yes, <laughs> they didn't know that over there. Okay, uh. <laughs> Master Shiva never explains it at all. Uh, but everything okay, man? <laughs> <laughs> you see, look at that. <laughs> now you're laughing, but guess what? He look at me, it's empty. See, it's working. (laughs) He begins to see emptiness already, he says. Master is empty. When he talks to me, I can ignore him. (laughs) Empty meaning you can ignore it. Make sense to you? Hmm? Empty is not a word. Empty is an attitude. Noise is empty. Anyone? Huh? You are being, you are practicing emptying the noise. You're practicing emptying the children. Is that clear? You think it's theory? You are practicing right now. It takes cruelty, sometimes. You have to be cruel about it. Ten more minutes. Hang in there, guys. Hang in there. Ten more minutes. Don't quit. Are you going to quit? Okay? So, so there, there's the theory behind it as you contemplate, you should, if you, count, you go through the training, eventually you see that the five skandhas are empty. That's all. And, and uh, but in our environment, uh, uh, we don't necessarily go through the same order, go through, through the same process, okay? Uh, our training is quite different from the Chinese style of training uh, because uh, we put more, more emphasis on uh, the, the uh, certain style of wisdom, certain teaching. Uh, okay, uh, and uh, that's why, that's why uh, uh, it's, uh, it only works for strange people. You know, people are not normal. We call it "abbies," the Abbey normals. Okay. Uh, yes, five.
0: Từ con thấy rằng uh, nếu mà uh, cái cậu đó cậu la ung dung mà mình không quan tâm tới thì tự nhiên nó thành không. Như con nít mà nó phá nó làm ồn mình không quan tâm tới thì nó cũng là thành không thôi, không chấp vào đó.
1: Metaphor, I see that just like that guy he's yelling a lot we don't pay attention naturally uh, it will become empty just like the kid they play around and we don't pay attention to it it becomes empty we don't attach to it.
2: That's, that's correct. Uh, but it's not all of it. You're hmm. only beginning to understand emptiness. It's a lot more than that. A lot more. Okay. Uh, but, so, but the principle, uh, the point that should be understood is that it doesn't matter how you do it as long you're able to, as long you manage to empty the five skandhas, then you're free of your suffering. That's all. And the way the Chinese do it is more or less gradual. But for us, we don't have such patience, Uh, too slow for us. So it looks like we're not doing anything, uh, uh, but actually uh, it's uh, it's uh, we are, you're being, you're being trained to empty your five skandhas. How's that? Okay. Yeah. All right, anyone else? Yeah? Yes, sir, six. Use your chance. Huh? Because after this, I'll be in Korea. <laughs> uh,
1: so in the gradual teaching, is it the dependent, the second skandha depends on the first one being empty? But then, does that mean that in the sudden teaching, if consciousness is the last skandha, and you empty that first, then all the subsequent ones empty as well?
2: It won't work. You can't empty number, number five. Number five, uh, number five cannot be empty until number four is empty, unfortunately. According to that model, okay, and that's the theory behind it, is how it is, okay. But, but there's unspoken. The Buddha's, the Buddhist, Buddhist teaching, by the way, has spoken and unspoken. What Masa Shihua did was to bring the spoken teaching. To the United States, and he tried to transmit the unspoken. And you look to his, you listen to his teaching. There's some unspoken dharma there, but because it's unspoken, okay, uh, the allusions to it, or indirect uh, uh, allusions to it, fingers point on the moon, as a uh, that uh, Japanese like to 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 say it, to put it. Uh, uh, it's so subtle. That, uh, that it's difficult for you to pick it up unless you heard it before. <laughs> if you, it's the first time you hear of it, you can't pick it up. But if you, you say, ah, yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, just like you said, I said, five Kinda is empty. He said, Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's what, what uh, I can experience. But it's because you've seen it before, that's what you understand. What you don't understand is the unspoken part yet. That's why I said, what you express, your understanding, is only half of the picture. There's the the half. So, in a way, my master said I understand half of Mahayana in a way it's like a hint to say, I'm only teaching you half of my Mahayana to the other half that you ain't God yet. Yeah, I'm not transmitting to you yet. It's not true, you understand only half of Mahayana. and yeah, it doesn't work like that. Okay. okay. All right. He understands more than half but you understand only half that's why I say okay that's all you got okay Uh, anything else last chance folks three more minutes yeah yes one master is there a difference
1: between um, sitting longer versus um, sitting in multiple sits throughout the day Uh
2: it's similar uh, but what's the difference? Whether you, we ask you to sit like three hours, and you said three hours, why don't I sit like an hour here, half an hour there, 20 minutes uh, there, and then adds up, adds up to three hours. Yes? Same thing, right? Is that the same thing? Oh. Is that the same thing? Of course it's not the same thing. What's different? Uh Uh What's the difference? The difference between the two models, the two approaches, that I sit for three hours versus I sit for multiple sits and it adds up to three hours. The difference is that you do multiple sits, you quit multiple times versus quitting only one time. That's the difference in training. You allow yourself to quit multiple times. Whereas well, so if you sit through it, then you only one-time loser instead of multiple-time losers. So simple, huh? One more minute. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. (laughs) (laughs) The Koreans would never do this, let me tell you. (laughs) 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 Yes. (laughs) Okay. Bad luck for you. It is still a question. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Four. (laughs)
0: Uh, Master, which one is more important, uh, sit longer and sit single-minded? What oh, one we can still can, uh, combine them?
2: Just sit. Just sit. Don't, don't look for excuses not to sit longer. Okay, we stop here today. Thank you all. Okay, it's over. But you don't have to th- to stop. <laughs> Keep going. Okay, let's go eat and let him be.
1: Hey, you know, this young girl here, listen, this young girl here.